Sorry, I'm confused. Hang on. Have I got the right script? Which one are we doing first? Number 10. <laughs> 10. Okay, done. I've got that one. That's good. Okay, go. Oh, God, okay. From Marie Claire Beauty Crew and InStyle, you're listening to Get Lippy, the podcast that lifts the lid on all things beauty. I'm Carly Orman, editor of beautycrew.com.au. I'm Sally Hunwick, beauty director of Marie Claire. And I'm Bettina Tyrrell from InStyle Australia. Well, on today's app from our remote locations, hi guys. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we have quite a few things in store for you. We are going to be talking to a dermatologist about some simple anti-aging routines, products and ingredients that you can use if you want to keep your skin looking a bit more youthful. And also we're going to be talking beauty for the guys today. Give them a bit of incentive and some tips to get their routines going. But first, Sal, you're going to be taking us through scalp scrubs. I am. And this one is requested by you guys. Scalp scrubs have been flooding the market, but do we actually need one? And should you put one into your routine? So first I thought I would talk about what scalp scrubs actually do. And what they are is they're essentially an exfoliant for the scalp and they remove any dead skin cells from that might build up on your you know on your scalp um, they also get rid of any product build up it can be truly frightening how much product can be stuck on your scalp even if you're washing with shampoo and conditioner regularly they can also get rid of excess oils so if you are um, prone to oiliness it's really good maybe a scalp scrub to just strip back some of that excess oil Plus, what I thought was really interesting is they can even get rid of hard water deposits, which um, can be lurking on your scalp. So there's some states that might have harder water than others, and um, this is a great way to get rid of that buildup. So, Sal, I've started incorporating scalp scrub into my routine, especially because I use a lot of dry shampoo. The thing that I find the trickiest is because obviously when you've got an exfoliator in your face, like it's pretty easy to scrub it around. The thing that I found difficult is... How do you scrub your scalp when there's hair follicles in the way? Well, there's scalp scrubs and there's scalp scrubs. Some of them, and I haven't tried all of them on the market, I have to say, but there are some that are grainy and then there are some that sort of are grainy that disappear a little bit and a little bit more chemical exfoliant. So mm. maybe if you're having trouble with, if you've got thick hair, which you obviously do, Carly, and a lot of people have this problem is they're getting the the grains actually stuck inside their hair. Maybe look for one that will dissolve. So maybe look for a sugar-based one, um, which will obviously Mm. dissolve in water, or maybe something with a bit of salicylic acid or one of those acids involved. So that would just clean the hair without having too much of a grainy texture. So Sal, would you say the scalp scrub would be good for people who tend to get, you know, those like little sweat pimples and kind of little sore spots in their scalp sometimes? Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think when it gets really humid and if you've got, especially if you've got really dense hair or if you are prone to that excess oiliness, the skin on your scalp is essentially the same as everywhere else on your body. It's going to get, if it gets built up, the pores can get clogged and you can get things like pimples or just dead dull um, skin cells building up on there and just make maybe itchiness or flakiness. So scalp scrubs are a great way to get rid of that and start afresh. If you really want to be clean, literally top to toe, these could be a good thing to work into your routine. How often? I would maybe do once a week, even once a fortnight if you have normal hair. Um, If you have particularly oily hair, you might want to increase it 
to maybe once a week, maybe twice. I don't know. People get obsessed with exfoliants, as you know, like, mm. but I'm not sure that more is better here. I think that, I think if you um, think of them as a treatment product, then less is kind of more, maybe once a week, maybe once a fortnight. And also, I guess it depends how much product you're using in your hair. I mean, I am a bit of a devotee for dry shampoos and dry texture sprays and I really find Mm. that they can build up even if you're washing your hair really well you can still feel you know when you feel like your hair's not quite clean so it still has that grit which kind of like but you know when you want to get back to base and back to totally clean these scalp scrubs are a really great way to sort of start afresh it's like an exfoliant when you want to get rid of a fake tan I think think of them that way A couple that I like, there's Kirsten S, which is available at Priceline. It's called the Instant Exfoliating Scalp Scrub. It's about $25, which is not bad for a scalp scrub. They can get expensive. This one is formulated with sugar complex, so it keeps the natural moisture levels in your hair. It won't strip it back too much. Then there is um, Christoph Robin, who is, I feel like he's had one of the original scalp scrubs he's had scalp scrubs for quite a long time he's almost like one of the original scalp scrubs on the market and his is called the cleansing purifying scrub with sea salt so obviously as the name suggests this one is made up of sea salt and plant extracts to really deeply cleanse and it's perfect for an oily or sensitive skin or scalp then there's also R and Co, which has their crown scalp scrub. This one is fifty six dollars, so getting up there. It's vegan and cruelty free, but it's also got this beautiful citrusy smell, and it really detoxes and purifies the scalp. And this one uses salicylic acid and kaolin clay, which really draws out any excess oils. It's a good one for your guy too, so he might steal it. Sal, at what point in your routine do you use a scalp scrub? Is it before you wash your hair or is it after you wash your hair? Is it during? I'm not quite sure. This is where it's a bit of a gray area. Some scalp scrubs are a pre-treatment, so you're using them before your shampoo and conditioner. And some you can actually skip your shampoo. So the R&Co and the Christoph Robin ones that I just mentioned I think you can you can go straight to conditioner after you've done your scalp scrub. So I think just read the instructions and see what kind of scalp scrub you have, um, whether you can still put in your shampoo or whether you can skip it all together. Yeah, can I say that I've got the Christophe Robin one um, that you spoke about earlier and I've had that easily for a year. And yeah, they I've last like, and last. It's like last. barely made a dent and I probably use it maybe once a month. So yeah, exactly. You don't, you, you really don't need to use them that often. And yeah, as you say, you can, you don't need to use a lot either. In fact, you don't want to because you don't want it stuck inside Uh, your hair. (laughs) Well, I have, I have definitely gone a bit um, enthusiastic with my scalp scrub before and that actually hurt. So learn from me. Don't, don't just, just gentle. Think of your scalp as your face. So don't go too hard. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Sal. Up next, guys, we have a dermatologist answering some anti-aging questions. So one of the most common things amongst our listeners that they want to know more about is anti-aging skincare. 
the types of products to use, the ingredients to look out for, and what kind of routine we should all be doing if we want to do like keep our skin looking younger for longer. So a few weeks ago, we were lucky enough um, to have Laura Locke, Elucent Skincare Specialist, in our studio pre-lockdown to answer a few questions that may help you guys. Laura, thank you so much for joining us. We have so many listeners um, and readers of each of our titles who are so interested in anti-aging skincare. And now the thing is, I guess when it comes to skincare, there are so many ingredients out there and there's always a new one that's been talked about getting all the buzz and all the hype. But when it comes to anti-aging, what do you think are the best ingredients that women should be looking to have in their routine? Look, there's a few ingredients that I can recommend. Firstly, really AHAs, which is alpha hydroxy acids. They're great for anti-aging and they've been used for many years. They're well researched and they're proven. And I suppose that's what you've got to look for in an anti-aging ingredient uh, because there's lots of new fandangle uh, ingredients (laughs) out there. And so uh, what you need to look for is something that's well researched. So AHAs are alpha hydroxy acids. So they've been commonly recommended by dermatologists for many years. Uh, With AHAs, there's two uh, that are quite commonly used, and they are glycolic acid and lactic acid. And basically how they work is that they help exfoliate the dead skin cells on the surface of the skin, which means you get newer skin cells coming through, which are healthier, younger, better functioning. And so it can help reduce the visible appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. So they're the AHAs to look out for. And I think the main thing to remember with AHAs is that uh, they can tingle if you haven't used them before and if you go straight into using a high percentage. And so it's just important to make sure that you start with the lower level AHAs, so sort of at about 2%, and then you can move slowly up to uh, one of the stronger ones, for example, a serum, the Elucent Serum, which is at 16% level. There's also a few vitamins that you can look out for as well. And I know you ladies have spoken a lot about quite a few of them. So uh, firstly, there's vitamin E, which is a great antioxidant that helps with uh, reducing those uh, fine lines and wrinkles, but it can also help with the barrier function of the skin. Uh, Then you've got vitamin B3, which is known otherwise as niacinamide, which I've heard you mention before a lot. We love it. Yes, it's a big ingredient at the moment, especially in the dermatology world. Uh, So this is an interesting ingredient to talk about because it has so many great benefits. So barrier function, it can help reduce that appearance of the fine lines and wrinkles as well. And it also helps with the elasticity of the skin. So it makes it look much healthier and glowing. Another one is vitamin C, which is also quite popular. Another one of our favourites. Yes, <laughs> most definitely. Uh, and that can really help with that photo-damaged skin, reducing the pigmentation it can help with. And also just to generally brighten the skin, it can also help with that. With all of these ingredients you've mentioned, the vitamin E, niacinamide, vitamin C, and even the AHAs, What's the best way to get them into our skin? Is it a serum? Is it a moisturiser? Is it a cleanser? Well, it really depends on each individual. 
Obviously, uh, if you want to get the best benefits, you're better off using a higher potency product. So, for example, with the AHAs, using something that's a bit on the stronger level, like a 8%, 12% or 16% level AHA. But really, it depends on each person's individual skin type. That might be too strong for them. So what you can incorporate is something on those lower levels, like a cleanser, a day moisturiser, a night moisturiser, and then move up to the serum. I think the main thing to remember is to make sure that you're using a day moisturiser that has, yes, I'm going to say the SPF 50 plus. (laughs) You guys mention it all the time. Everyone talks about it. We're always told, but you know, people just forget how important it is. And uh, with the Elucent day moisturiser, it's an SPF 50 plus. So it incorporates the vitamins, the AHAs and your sunscreen in one. And obviously, you've talked about day moisturisers. Should we be changing our routine for day and night? And what ingredients should we be putting into our morning routine? And what ingredients should we put into our evening routine? Well, um, I suppose with morning, it's really you can use that cleanser, that eye moisturiser, probably the lighter products. Mm -hmm. And then at night time, you want the higher potency and the richer, the heavier products um, to help moisturise the skin, you know, overnight. Uh, And also that's when a serum is most commonly used as well, because it is that higher potency strength. And would you put AHAs in the morning or evening or could they go Oh, absolutely both. Yeah. AHAs, definitely morning and night. It just depends on each individual uh, when they want to use them. But for example, I've been using AHAs since I was in my 20s. And uh, I make sure that I'm using them morning in that day Mm moisturiser. And then at night time, I use the combination of the serum, which is obviously stronger, and then the richer night moisturiser. Now, one of the things that has become a very big trend lately in skincare is the like 10 plus Korean skincare routine. And I think (laughs) a lot of people think that they need to spend an hour each night going through all the steps to get good skin, especially when it comes to anti-aging. So can you please clarify, do we need 15 steps or can we do it in, let's say, maybe three, max four? Oh, definitely. Oh Three God, max four. <laughs> definitely. Look, those 15-step routines can be a lot of fun and it's fun <laughs> to play with all those products, but do we actually really need it? Dermatologists always say what you need to look out for is a good cleanser, a really good moisturiser with an SPF. Then you can incorporate a night moisturiser and then you ladies have spoken about serums and how important they are and then that's where you get your sort of Rolls-Royce effect is using that uh, high potency serum at night so yes you can definitely get it down to four products I would thank say. goodness because who that has time excellent news <laughs> who has time? I just <laughs> want to a I want to sleep in and b I just want to get to bed so yeah. three four steps I'm very happy it's to all hear. about sleep for Carly <laughs> <laughs> clearly it's my beauty sleep <laughs> I can vouch for that definitely <laughs> Well, Laura, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us some tips on the ingredients and routine so that we can all have fresher, healthier skin. We really appreciate your time. No problem. Thank you very much. Today, I wanted to talk about beauty for blokes because it's something that men should kind of really consider. And a lot of the times they're very confused and unsure of where to start. And you know, maybe if you've got a partner, you can point them in the right direction with some of these tips. A lot of brands such as Chanel, Givenchy, Tom Ford, they've all released beauty products for men and not just skincare, but makeup too. And when you think about it, 
most of the men in the public eye, like your George Clooney's and Ryan Gosling's, they wear makeup. And it's probably rare, it's probably very rare that we see them without makeup on. So it's safe to say that like the idea that beauty is women's stuff is shifting. And there's so, so much to go into here, but I just wanted to start with the basics and the easiest entry point for male beauty and that's skincare. Do you guys have men in your lives who use skincare? I sure well, do. My husband is all over the skincare, loves loves especially the um, cosmeceutical and the very um, upmarket brands. So yes, is my answer. And a few years ago when I lived at home with my brother, I saw that he was literally just splashing his face and walking out the bathroom. I'm like, oh, no, are you not moisturizing? He's like, no, nah, I don't need that. I'm like, no, you need it. So I brought him home a moisturizer. And then the next time he's like, can you get me another one? I was like, mate, I'm not a shop. Here are some brands that you can look to. <laughs> and now <laughs> and now he buys his moisturizer and then he even decided on his own accord to upgrade to eye cream a couple of years ago and he asked me nice. for some recommendations for brands. So he's not fully converted, but, you know, he's he's on the skincare train. How about your partner, Bettina? Yes. So he is well and truly into the skincare game, um, thanks to me. I have thrown a lot of products at him over the last few years. And it's kind of been good because he's been my, my little guinea pig and I've learned a lot about what works for men and what men like, you know, the consistencies of products and the finishes of products. So let me start on moisturizer since Carly brought that up. Like Men's skin tends to be oilier than women's. So, you know, you want to look out for a lightweight mattifying moisturizer. That's what you're after. My boyfriend, Patrick, he personally loves Nashio for men's oil-free moisturizer. And then there's also Clinique for men oil control mattifying moisturizer, which is also a good product as well. Basically, if they can kind of see the product on their skin, I don't think men will really wear it. So no, you want they don't like any oiliness, do they? No, they no. don't like any oiliness. And you know what? They don't like glow. And that's what we go for in our products. <laughs> and that's what we want in our products. But, you know, one of, you know, your, your husband or your man friend, he will probably pick up your moisturizer and try that first. And if that's something that's going to like glow and like, like create like a luminous effect on his skin, and he's going to be able to see that in the mirror, he's not going to want that. I also think that scent is a big thing for men. Like if it smells too floral, some of the French brands can go very floral, which I quite like, but he, my husband is just like, nah, way too girly. So I think scent makes a big difference to a man. Good point, Sal. Next, a good sunscreen. Again, men won't wear it if they can see it or feel it on their skin. So you're after something really traceless. I highly rate Neutrogena's Hydro Boost Water Gel Lotion, which is an SPS 50 and it's broad spectrum and it's got added skincare benefits as well. So this could be worn on its own without a moisturizer underneath. So for example, if your partner is a tradie or if your brother's a tradie or your dad, this is a great product for them because they're out in the sun all day. They should be wearing sunscreen and this will also add hydration to kind of balance the effects of the sun and, you know, the drying elements of being outdoors. Next up, a cleanser. There are so many great ones out there. It's really hard to narrow it down. Again, I've realized that men like foam and bubbles, so they want to feel like there's something happening there on their face. Kind of like when you want to, when you when you wash your hair with shampoo and if it's not like a really lathery shampoo, you're kind of thinking, is that actually doing anything? So I really recommend GoTo's Bro2 Properly Clean Cleanser for this. It's great. It's suitable for all skin types. It's got willow bark extract, which is like a natural version of salicylic acid, so that keeps skin really clear and puts those oil levels in check. 
And better yet, like if you're out of out of cleanser, you can borrow this one too because it's also really great for women's skin. I also, this is kind of maybe a little bit more of an expensive option at $69, Ultraceuticals Ultra Bright Foam Cleanser. I this love is that a, one. Yeah, I love it too. And this is a favorite of my boyfriend's. He snapped it off my um, my bathroom shelf and it's now his. So <laughs> that's a good one too. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, Bettina, I think that my because my, I like a bit of a milky cleanser, and my husband does not get milky cleansers at all. Like because they don't bubble, they don't foam. There's no gel there. It's not like squeaky clean. It's more the hydration clean, you know. And he does not get it. So um, I'm safe with the milky cleansers. Anything that I bring in that's going to be gel or foaming, it's it's definitely going down <laughs> onto his face. <laughs> So those are like your really top basics, but I also really, really recommend an exfoliator, particularly for men's skin. I nearly died recently when I discovered that Patrick had been using my Biologic Recherche P50 lotion, which is a very no. hard to get your Yeah. It's so hard to get your hands on. And it's a chemical exfoliant. And he and literally expensive. used And that's it. almost a dismissible offence, I think, <laughs> out he, of the bathroom. <laughs> he used it. And I, honestly, I did. I took it out of the bathroom. I've hidden it because he literally has used it down to the very last drop. I had no idea he was using it. And I don't know if a lot of men are like this, but my boyfriend uses like everything to excess. Like yeah. it's not just it's not. And just they don't use, yeah, a little bit. It's a no, lot. It's yeah. a lot. They still haven't understood the idea of pea-sized amount. So exfoliators are more of like your treatment product. So you're kind of going to look at what you want to treat on the skin. If you're treating blackouts that you know, could be caused by ingrown hairs or like beard hairs, you want a scrub. Probably something like I really recommend Paula's Choice Unscrub. It's a little bit more gentle and won't scratch or irritate the skin. Um, and, you know, it's just good for like to get a scrub once a week in there. Um, something like blackheads, I talk about this product a lot because I, I can't believe how incredible it is. It's the Clinique City Block Purifying Charcoal Clay Mask and Scrub. So it's a two-in-one. You put it on like a mask and I've never seen anything like it. It dries really hard and tight on your skin and you can actually see the pores and the blackheads on your nose like coming out. It's the weirdest no. thing. It's the weirdest oh. thing. So you can actually see them like extracting before your eyes and you can see these like little bumps and then when you go to wash it off it's got um kind of like a yeah like a scrub feel so it kind of scrubs and washes all those kind of grit and blackheads away it is really 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 good um and that's at $60 but I think you know it's uh, we still have the same tube we've been using for a very long time and when I say we we both use it so that's a really good one and lastly this could be a bit of a stretch but my boyfriend uses this every single day and it's a lip balm and he uses Burt's Bees Beeswax Lip Balm, the original one, which has zero shine and heaps of moisturizer. He just applies it once in the morning after he does his moisturizer on his face and then that's it. That's a really good one because I think I'd be you'd probably be hard-pressed to find a boy who wanted that like natural sheen from a lip balm. Whereas, <laughs> whereas it's so you know true. what I mean? Because like for me, I'm like, oh, I love a lip balm with a bit of sheen because then it looks like I put in some effort. Whereas for boys, it's like, no, 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 matte is good. Thank you very much. Yeah, they want they want nothing, they want nothing to be seen. They want their blackheads no. to be cleared and nothing to be seen. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, we are gonna put all the links in the show notes for you to all those products we mentioned today. Thank you so much for listening to us. Um, we hope that you are all safe and healthy and looking after each other from a 
1.5 minimum distance and washing your hands regularly. We know it's a tough time and um, we hope that we at least provided you with a, a few minutes of relief. Um, if you want to come talk to us, we're in the Facebook group, Get Lippy Podcast. Um, subscribe to us on Apple so you can, we're going to keep recording. So keep coming back. Don't, you don't want to miss an episode. Um, you can email us at um, getlippy at beautycrew.com.au. If you're on Instagram, send us some pics of what you're trying. You tag us. Tag I'm us. At, yes. I'm at Carly Ullman. I'm at Sally Hunwick. And I'm at Bettina Tyrrell. We'll see Easy. you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.